0: No mucking around with the big long intros. The guys are already here. Of course, they were here. They've never left. Uh, It feels like they've never left. Uh, We've been together since Wednesday night. It's now Monday night. We're still recounting our wonderful weekend. No, no, it wasn't a weekend. Uh, Wonderful uh, two days of Barn Boogle experience last week. A lot of questions about that. People wanted us to do uh, a podcast down there. It was all part of the plan, and uh, I think the guys will agree. We talked about it at length, but uh, I think after day one of, you know, I lost count how can't count how many holes we played, but it was both sides, of, it was both sides of the river, uh, both courses, and a couple of times. Um, so it was good fun. Anyway, uh, the gents are here. The, this music got played a fair bit while we were down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did uh, we did enjoy a sunset round at uh, Bamboogle uh, Dunes. And uh, we had the speaker on, you know, playing some new age golf on uh, one of the best golf courses in the world and Rocket did Rocket did request his own song. Don't worry about that. How are you, Rocket? You well?
1: I'm very good, thank you. My legs are feeling better.
0: Legs are feeling better? Well, you, you were coming off a long run. Uh, it. Uh, it's been a while since you've played some quality uh, stretch of golf, uh, yeah. and you hadn't you hadn't enjoyed Pete Karidi week ever before. You no,
1: I wasn't Karidi fit, that's for sure.
0: You hadn't enjoyed Karidi uh, anything before because you'd never met before, and uh, we no. just we just launched you straight into it, and uh, and welcome to the club of, uh, I don't know how to explain. It's not torture. It's it's absolute pleasure and bliss. And uh, anyone that's asked me of such, um, knowing what we did undertake. Or um, if there's
1: light, there's golf. Exactly right. And,
0: and anyway, we can talk about it. Uh, we're going to talk about Bamboo today. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, last weekend's uh, PGA Tour event, the Texas Valero Open. Uh, some of the tips. Um, we're not doing this. Isn't the Masters episode? Uh, we will do another ma- another episode this week. It's a, it's a two episode week. Uh, we're busy. Uh, we will do a separate episode dedicated to the Masters and uh, talk about a little bit of the ANWA, the Augusta National Women's uh, Amateur. Which was played last weekend, but um, you know, how do we how do we start this? Uh, Magic highlight highlights for you just uh you know wet the appetite of the listeners when we get into the barmboogle. But the highlights, a couple of key points there that uh, you're going to elaborate on.
2: I I would just firstly I want to go through Pete Karidi week because no one will know what you're talking about.
0: No, everyone. But I'm,
2: baff, I'm baffled how it's Pete Karidi week. Like <laughs> I was the one forcing you guys to play golf
0: mean, it's that's would be proud. What got called it? What yes. got called it? <laughs> it's it's a karidism, you know. There's rocketisms. There's karidisms, and karidism <laughs> was founded on peak cheese week, you know, like when someone peak cheese week. Yeah, I'll when, claim that. When someone said that's one of the one of the sayings of the podcast, peak cheese week. Uh, well, of course, this week's peak Caridi Week. <laughs> and when everyone knows that you've been to that barn boogle that week for seven or eight times of your ten. Yeah.
2: Eight, well, we I didn't know that until this week when it came up on facebook memories that three separate times or four separate times i'd been to bamboogle in that exact week yeah. it, it, it is weird.
0: it's a peak week for uh golf and it's a peak it week is. down there in particular and it's a peak week for Kariti, so therefore peak Kariti week yep i like it uh, i think there might be a t-shirt in that maybe only three, <laughs> maybe, maybe only three it won't be sold cuz i might print three and you'll get one i'll get one and and uh, rocker will get one but um, if you want a Pete Karady week t-shirt, we'll have to do a logo up for that. Uh, well, anyway, highlights. Oh, I don't know. Well, There's yeah, just millions. The top couple. Um,
2: I don't know. I, I, my my highlight was eagle in the fourth hole we played. That was good. That was pretty good. That was and my highlight. Rocket, rocket, literally galloping across the green and high fiving me and calling it in. About a meter before it hit the cup, he was much more confident than me. He had a better view than me.
0: Um, Just to set the scene, so it's the fourth hole. We've teed off in the dark. Um yep. I'm faffing around with all sorts of the drone camera the equipment. Up. I'm faffing around with a drone, trying to fly it, trying to you know meet my legal requirements to keep it a hundred, the requisite amount of miles away from the people. Trying to work out how to film and uh, and missed Mike's eagle. Um, I got oh. I got the approach to the green. I got the look back to the green. I got the aerial above the green. I got the drone dropping down on the hole, but I didn't get the putt and uh, rocket walking in like Kevin Narsol.
1: Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't walking. Was I was running. running. <laughs> I was running. So let, let me set off. the scene. He's he's absolutely just like we're early in the morning. He hasn't fully warmed up yet. He's got another eighteen holes before he's warmed up. He smoked a smoked a, a driver. We'll talk about that later. Um, onto the green. Pin was sort of cut that middle in the centre, like in that little bit of a valley, and his ball was on the left-hand side sort of up on sort of a bit of a tier and basically had it was this massive like left to right turner, sort of had to sort of putt it to the right point on the edge and then let it trickle down to the hole. And I was standing on the other side of the hole basically where the apex of of where the ball needed to go, like it was a beeline straight to the flag, and I had a full line of it. So I, was, I kind of read it. And so as he's hit the putt, it's crested the hole. It's crested that little little apex, and it was rolling. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then it was probably halfway down the hill, so probably about a metre out, and I just started yelling, it's in, and I'm like yeah. running.
2: It was I'm one of those ones as most golfers know, that listen to this, when you hear someone say it's in and it's three feet out, it's never going in. But somehow it went in. It went in the guts. Yeah, it it went
1: in the guts, and solid, I've done the biggest line. high
2: five. I was running straight at him, doing the biggest high five. You did, no, definitely.
0: <laughs> um So for the people that have been to Barnegal Dunes, so there are two courses dunes, there. There yeah. are dunes, and there are Lost Farm, and uh then there is Lost Farm. Sorry, it's the fourth hole, and it's the it's. I can't really. Is it the signature hole? It's the hole with the biggest bunker yeah. that you've ever seen. It's yes. A, it's a shorter hole. Well, one of the signature holes. Yeah, one of the yeah. signature holes. There's many signature holes. Oh, no.
2: The part bit. three can be the signature yeah.
0: hole. Yeah. Uh, in terms of part fours, it's probably the signature part four. It's the one that everyone gets a picture of in the bunker because the bunker must be. 27 feet tall. Yeah. Um, it's almost unavoidable because it, it sets up, you just look at it, so it just draws your eye, draws your ball in there. Uh, it's a drivable uh, par four, especially if you're playing off the terracottas like we were. We didn't go black tee. Before anyone asked, did you play black tee? No, we didn't. We played sensible golf. Uh, we kept it moving. We played off the mm. terracottas, which p- provides plenty of challenge, uh, as the scorecard would say, from five to 15 handicap. Um, yeah. And Mike's driven the green um, with his new weapon of choice. Uh, the Epic Max LS. Thank you very much to Callaway for um, well making that. Uh, thank you very much yep. to uh no, thank Go- you. Golf Australia for giving it away. As a no, no, that wasn't the no. That no, wasn't that. That's I the one think. we gave. But we, we gave that away. That was your gift for um, your yep. fine fine work. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, and anyway, went in for a two fourth hole. It's pretty good. Pretty good effort.
2: It was good. It was a highlight. My my weekend was full of um. Ordinary golf. So there's other than that, for me, there wasn't many highlights. You two played very, very good golf. Rocket obviously had a very good day too. Um, I think the highlights are just really just, you know, enjoying time down there. Really, that's the biggest thing for me, just being able to, you know, get away and do something we haven't been able to do that often in the last couple of years.
0: I yeah. think, I think for me, sorry, I'll let you talk in a sec, uh, Rocket. Sorry to interrupt. um I think for me, the mark of, an enjoyable golf course, is one that when you leave, you want to go back to pretty much immediately. And I've probably said the same thing this time last year after um, peak credit week one. Uh, i probably said the same thing, and you just can't get it out of your mind. Um, just the whole environment, the whole feel of the two golf courses. Uh, Lost Farm grew on me a lot more uh, this year than it did last year, second time out, which is not, not uncommon for... You know, golf experience. Um, when you have a golf experience at a, at a highlight golf course, and you really want, it, you really build it up, and then it didn't. It wasn't that it didn't live up to the expectations last year, but maybe just because it was that different, I, I didn't know what to expect. But now that I got to know the nuance of of Lost Farm a bit more, I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, but it's just one of those places you want to go back. You don't want to leave. Look at it. It's in the background there. If you want you know? to see the backgrounds that Rocket and Mike have, you've got to tune into the YouTube. Uh, we're nearly at. Um, The cheese giveaway, by the way, uh, Mike. We've got 140... I've only got like six or seven to go. Yes. Come on. Guys and girls. There are some girls that listen. Um, Please, just get us to 150 YouTube subscribers. Uh, You know what? Actually, um, side note here. I was listening to the Rick Shields podcast, which I don't usually listen to. Uh, He does a podcast weekly, obviously, with uh, Guy Charnock, who's a great um, sidekick for Rick. Rick. He's um, reintroducing the YouTube uh, Golf um, Day. It'll be in the UK. Maybe maybe we could go to the YouTube Golf. I think we need to have at least 150 subscribers before we could put our moniker on having to staking a claim at a starting position in the YouTube Golf Day with Rick Shields. Uh, if oh, I, I, so hang on. It's people that are on YouTube go. Yeah, and we are on okay. YouTube. You know, we've got gotcha. a, YouTube, a dedicated YouTube channel for content yep. creation related to this podcast, uh, which we publish weekly. Um, I would like to think if uh, you Rick shields does do the youtube golf cha- um, YouTube golf day and we put in an application for a starting position uh, stating our claim of being you know one of Australia's great podcasts as identified by Golf Business Australia thanks very much for putting us in the top five um, so we need to back the claim up with having a few more subscribers I think at least 150 and if we yep. get up to 150 Mike's going kind to of give away some cheese Australia, Australian, yep. Australian and residents and if not cheese it'll be some invite your friends in and money. invite your family Australia, yep. Australian residents only for cheese uh, per, 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 I'll figure per, something per per out. permit 212240 um, <laughs> all Uh anyway sorry we digress um, as we usually do uh, what were we talking? I was talking about Lost Farm. And Ro- how Rock, me.
2: I thought Rocket was going to tell us his highlight. Yeah, sorry, Rocket. Before I interrupted you.
0: Uh,
1: no, he didn't interrupt me. Oh, okay. um, my highlight. Uh, I, I had a lot. For me, it was just it was just uh, it was just an awesome week with three fine gentlemen. That was my highlight. I was just spending three. Three days with you guys was just—it's bloody awesome.
2: And, Doc, and Doc's not here. You don't have to say that.
1: Oh, not well, hopefully him. he's listening.
2: He might be listening, but it won't be right now.
1: No, but, but you know what I mean. It was just—it was, um, yeah, it was just awesome fun. It was just really good fun, and you know, Ross, you're right. There's a part of me thinking, geez, I've got the sticks out. I could. Quite easily put them back in the travel bag and jump on a flight, <laughs> make the way back. It wouldn't be hard. It wouldn't be hard. Like, I could, you know, I'm feeling like my legs could hold up to, you know, probably three rounds around Lost Farm in a day.
0: Well, we'll, we'll talk about yep. that, that in a sec we'll, as we <laughs> dive deeper into the, the punishment that um, actually. Kill, kill actually I
1: remember my highlight. I think some of the shots that I hit on Boogle Run. Just being a clown, yeah. Just being my true self.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about that too. Uh, Well, the highlight for me was uh, seeing two gentlemen uh, who have put their trust in in me to come and join us on this journey of of podcastery on a weekly basis, um, giving out their time, effort for no uh, no monetary reward, only whatever they get out of it personally. uh, Come together for the very first time, hadn't met and. You know the chemistry is real, and that was the one of the proudest moments for me. seeing these two fellas meet each other at the airport. We were waiting for Rocket. His plane was uh, on time. We were sitting in the rental car, just catching up, and uh, and then Rocket's plane was on plane watch, uh, and it was it was uh, it was a beautiful moment, gents. So that was probably the the biggest highlight. Seeing you two guys who had never met before, other than via bloody Zoom, um, come together and um, get on so well and create a great atmosphere for 71 holes of golf over two days. Um, It was great. So, yeah, so thank you. Um, Just talking about me because, you know, I'm prone to talking a little bit about me for a sec, so if I can just indulge myself shooting four over par around Bamboogled Dunes, first up, flying a drone, carrying a camera, and uh, I think I maybe lost one ball on the third hole. Um, That was the only hole that I probably didn't take a driver off. Uh, I was pretty happy with myself um, for that. And then after, I think after that, um, I didn't care that Mike was keeping score on every shot, every lost ball, every chip and putt and whatever. I didn't care. It was only the one hole, <laughs> the one time around. I'd put my mark on the board and I'd stated my claim for greatness and that was my job done and I could do yep. whatever I wanted for the rest of the week. Um, but no, that but was good fun. It was great fun.
2: No, the first time around, yeah, i worked out our handicaps and Sableford and, um, yeah, you two ended up. You two ended up shooting the same stroke score, and I think it was Rock, Ross. One Ross got you by a point or two, yeah. It got me by a one, I think. One yeah. or two.
0: Well, and you I, both played really well. What did I play? A f- five, and you played a four or something like that, Rocket, or what thereabouts, whatever. Five, yeah, like four that. and three, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but Good what golf. happened, but what that meant was Rocket was just fired up. Like and he just he just went full killer beast mode on the in this on, on the lost farm day, and like it was like in this zone, like he wasn't talking. He he started to get a little bit of that those. If he's alluded to the uh, uh, anger management issues that he may have had in the past, um, they may have started to this percolate to the top a little bit. I did ask him. I said, have "You still got those anger management issues, Rocket?" And uh, yeah, there wasn't much of a response, but. Um, was, no, was, it was
1: it was yes, <laughs> just not as bad as I used to have them.
0: Um, so he was taking it very seriously on day two. What did you shoot day two? Uh one over. One over. So
2: and yeah, I think you you pretty much that was cost you on one hole. I think or did you have maybe a did you have a double? What? Yeah, a, remember remember
1: twelve? I hit that. Yeah. I hit that week I you know how I was having the battles with the driver. Yeah. You know, I hit that that fan one out in the that's in right. the gunk, and I made double there. That's it,
0: and that's that's cost you the breaking probably breaking par.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Ah, oh, but it was excellent golf uh, from your Rocket. Mm. Steady as ever, and just uh, putted the dots off it, and uh, chipped and chipped and putted. Uh, chipped, got up and down when you needed to. Hit it very very straight with your uh, new teammate.
1: Eagle the next.
2: Part, yeah, yeah. putted. Um, did put? No, I called someone was going to eagle it. I said it was downwind, it's downwind this par five and. Well, look, we all got a very good chance of getting home in two. Someone can make an eagle here. I he think it was sh- the
1: bacon egg rolls.
2: Shockingly, shockingly, uh, Rocket made another forty-foot bomb or whatever it was
0: uh, for Eagle this time. Well, that was he parted very well. That was his probably fifth of the rounds that thus far he was. Yes. Um, it and I'll tell the story. You know, like I'm sitting there here with my. 10-footers, 11-footers, you know, the normal putts that I leave and, you know, missing them just short or just right or whatever, you know, not going in the hole. And then Rocket's draining these things from downtown, but it, it it's not luck. They're going in and they don't look like they're missing and they look like they're supposed to go in. If that makes sense, you know, if you hit putts like that. And I, I said to Rocket, I said, how are you doing this? Like, what are you doing? And he gave me the masterclass on Rocket's reading and – um yeah it didn't I didn't help me pick the
1: line find the spot that i need to roll it over get the speed and just roll it over the dot
2: i think the speed was the key i said i think i said it to you early doors because those greens were quite slow as they have to be down there and i think and not saying i'm a good putter but i was hitting putts that i thought were good that were either way too short or, like you said, Ross, they were breaking away because I hadn't given them enough heat to get there.
1: They looked faster putts. than
2: what they were. 100%. You were hitting putts, but I was like, that thing's eight feet past and somehow, like I said to you then, a little parachute would jump out about three <laughs> feet out from the hole and the thing would just turn and break straight in the middle and I'd just sit there and go, you're, you've got this this understanding of, the, of how much you need to give it and you're giving it more than me and you're just rolling them so much better. It was great.
0: Uh, Before we come back to talking a little bit more about uh, we want to talk about Google Run because we had uh, the Google Run experience for the first time. There was a couple of questions there about Google Run. Um, I did get some questions uh, and uh, I will read them out. I did post. Uh,
2: About, I want to say 15 Question: Fifteen what? Question? Lost, I would have lost fifteen balls in two days, but no. I reckon I found about thirteen.
0: <laughs> and so it was a net minus two. Oh, like... that
2: wasn't a question.
0: okay, no, that was question. One. No, no, everyone was very generous, <laughs> um, very gentle and, and gentle and, and caring and, and considerate. Uh but so I will run through some of the questions, uh, briefly. Uh no, I had one here. Um, okay, Dion. Uh, no, uh, sorry about this. I had them all here two seconds ago. Um, someone asked about what's the optimal itinerary. So, finding fairways Australia asked, "What's the optimal itinerary?" Now, it depends. This is. I'll give you my answer. You guys can chime in. It depends if you want to go peak already week style, which is just non-stop. You if if you have to waste. It's not waste, but if you have to get there, get there the night before, and stay on site. Either of the two accommodations are fine. One's a little bit more salubrious than the uh, than the other, but they're both great. And tee off first thing. Be ready to tee off in the dark and ready to go. You get there and uh, get your bacon and egg roll, get your coffee done, get ready to go and be trying it first off. And then you can whiz around and get that done really quick. It's, it's easy to play quick if you play fast and get back to the clubhouse. And then check out if you haven't booked a second round, check out when you can get on, and then make your plans from then. If you can get on for the replay rate, which is the best way to play uh, as much golf as you can, you play the replay rates. What is it? Hundred and forty bucks for the first round. Well, I think was an extra thirty-one dollars. Thirty-one,
1: going. and I think you can play the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah so it's unlimited.
0: It's hundred and forty bucks for the first round, and then you play another thirty-one bucks, and you play as much as you want. So you can play another eighteen go and have whatever refreshments after the second 18, and as the sun's going down, which is peak golden hour, drone flying, camera, you know, tunes playing, camera picture taking, um, you just go out and play a few nine holes or go and, you know, do whatever. So
1: Those shots we got on seven... When we went out in the afternoon, how good was that with the sun setting over that?
0: It was, ama- it was amazing. So that that was day one. So you get there the night before. So however long it takes you to get there from wherever you come coming, you get there the night before, you tee off in the dark. And then depending on where you're staying, your options are, you, if you're staying on the uh, the dunes side, you've got the cottage accommodation and then you've got the clubhouse for, for Dunes, uh, which is great and has a, has a restaurant and it's a bar and you see the trophies from all of the people who go down there and have – Social club type uh, trophies and events. They get stuck up on the on the fireplace, and um and it's great. And it's a it's not ala carte, but sort of pub food type uh, fair. You know, we had the what we had the we had the lamb shanks. Uh, Mike and I had the lamb shanks, and um, Rocket and um, uh, Nick had the uh, what did you have the Palmer, Palmer. Yeah, we had when, the, Palmer. You know, the Palmer. Absolutely place. fantastic. And you know, I think it cost me with uh you know two drinks and the and a dessert and um. 60 bucks, really good. And then the, yep. sec- the second day, once again, we toddle off to the um, Lost Farm side, tee off, ready to go. I think we were second group off. Same thing. Oh, yeah, we'll finish this part first. Same thing. we played 18 and then we came back around and did it again. And then we were out of there by 6 o'clock and we played 35 holes. We didn't get the 40 in because we cut a couple out because there was a couple of slow guys and we just d- came back to the clubhouse from where it goes past. Um, but on day one, what we did, back to day one, uh, we did 18 holes in the morning. We went across the Lost Farm, played Barnbugle Dunes, so that's 14 holes, and then we came back for nine holes. So that was the four. Bo- oh, you Boogle mean Bugle Run? Bugle run. run. Sorry, um, played Barnbugle Dunes in the morning, 18. Drove across the Lost Farm, played Boogle Run, and then came back to Barnbugle Dunes and played nine holes as the sun was going down. So that was 41 holes in in a day, and that was um, that was I spent. Uh, Mike. Doc uh, had to retire for um, some Theragun activities. Um, I don't know if they theragunned each other. Which I didn't
1: know what it was, Theragun was, until like Thursday morning and I hear it's like 5.30. Oh,
2: oh. Doc, Doc was uh, in a whole world of pain on that. Well, he didn't get out for the day two, first day team, because he was in a world of hurt
0: after day one. Look, all we all could body gave up. All Rocket and I, Rocket and I shared the, uh, the room... Uh, both nights, um, we stayed. We actually stayed that first night in in Bridport at the, basically the pub, which has got some little hotel accommodation, Brid- and it was Bridport a- Hotel Inn. Bridport Hotel Inn. It was absolutely fine. It's not luxury accommodation, but it was absolutely fine. So um. But, yeah, after day one, yeah, Rocket and I were in the front room. We had the balcony overlooking the putting green, which is right in front of our room. It's a great little facility there if you want to chip and putt. If you don't get off in the in the dark hours and you've got a couple of daylight hours to kill and you want to prepare for your round, you've got the practice green just there, the driving range just there. All we could hear coming out of the other room was, you know, do you want to go first first with the uh, Theragun or me? <laughs> it was so fun. And then you hear two great men in the room just Theragunning away. Uh, leave 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 you with that thought, um, but um, if you if, if you you know suffer from back um, injuries, calf tight calves, tight hamstrings, or any of those ailments that you know if you're like us you know plus thirty years old, um, take a theragun with you. Um, isn't, that's not a sponsored post, theragun or a cheap gun or whatever you want. Uh, what else? Um, is that a, is that an itinerary? And then we played yeah the, the second day and then came home, drove back, got a flight out of there. If you want to do all the nice things, you know, Lost Farm's got a spa for the for the men and the ladies to enjoy. It's got the a la carte restaurant, the hotel the accommodations are a little bit more salubrious, a little bit bigger, more hotel style, I'll put it that way. But the facilities are great. And they've got the sports bar, you can get pizzas there. Um, it's all good. So that's what uh, that looks like. That was a long answer to a short question.
1: It's either if you want to jam pack it, you could you could get mo- it's possible to get a lot of golf in two days, and we've shown what's possible. And then, if you want to either do more, you could have it three days, or if you want to do the same amount of golf but do it over three days, you can space things out if you wanted to.
0: Yeah. We saw, I, 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 I did take notice. Sorry, Mike, I did take notice of a couple of groups that, was, that arrived sort of halfway through the morning about lunchtime and went out and played. And there was another group that had finished clearly with not enough time with the whole group to go back out and do it again. And they were just sort of hmm. sitting around. And, yeah. and that's fine. If you want to sit around and relax and have the afternoon off and, and have beers and do whatever, that's fine. But we were there for Max um, Max Caridi-style, you know, killer karate golf, and uh, we were just out there. As soon as we could get back on, we were out.
2: Yeah, I think the big thing, the only – or the best advice I'd give anyone is plan in advance and, and not just about how many days you want to be there but when you want to go. So if you're thinking you want to go to Barnboogle, their peak times in November to March – so start looking at it now and figuring out days that work and then do what you just said Ross like figure out okay well you want to head in fly to Launceston or however you want to get there um and then yeah like you said getting the day before and getting off that early in the morning gives you the ability to do whatever you want you might be over it and after 18 holes and want to just go sit in the bar and you can do that whereas if you turn up at like you said 11 o'clock take off 12 o'clock, by the time you finish, there's a chance you're not going to be able to go to another 18 if you wanted to. So it just gives you more flexibility the earlier you play.
0: Uh, if you love your golf, you'll want to experience it more than once. Uh, mm. So if you can do it twice in a day, you will enjoy it. Um, of course, if you do want to go down there outside of the commercial airlines, we've got to get a rental car and then drive up there and do all that sort of stuff. It's about an hour away from Launceston. Most people know that. Um, of course, you can go air adventure. Uh, if you're lucky, you might get a flight down on the Pilatus PC-12, which we did see, Um Mike's still not coming around to the Pilatus PC-12, but uh, I saw it and I was very happy. And, oh, um, no, no problem with it. If you want to organise eight people to go down, we can do that. Uh, g'day to Johnny Dyer and the team at uh, Air Adventure. A great man. Uh, he's got a dog called Roscoe. So um, He must be a good fellow if he's got a dog called Roscoe. Uh, we've got another question here. Can you find my log wedge on Google Run? I left in the scrub beside eight. I uh, didn't find that, Bowser. I told you that. Um, uh, so that was a question. Um, Swindler responded.
2: There was a... Uh I did see a lost club section somewhere down there, and there's a fair few clubs in there. So, <laughs> no surprise.
0: Uh, how many days, nights, should you allow to do the trip properly? I think we've just answered that to uh, Brendan up there in uh, Queensland, the Golfer's Journey. Two nights, two days, you'll get, you could foreseeably do, you know, Rockets Challenge. Um, rocket week is 60 holes on lost farm so lost farm has 20 holes oh, no it's
1: this is this is not rocket week this is part of Kariti week part of I, Kar- I'm, I want to be part I, i'm i'm locked in and I, I i can feel the vibe so when i'm around the great man i'm thinking lost farm i'm pretty confident we can punch out 60 holes
2: this is the most it's like when we were there everyone this is the way it works we'd finish golf we'd sit down <laughs> And they'll be like, What do you want to do? Do you want to go back out? And I'll be like, I really don't care. Like, it's up to you guys. Like, I've been here 25 times. Well, we'll go out in a little bit. No worries. We walk into the clubhouse. When can we get off? Well, we can get you off now. What are we? Then everyone's like, What about we go out again now? I'm like, I don't care. Cool. Let's go. And somehow <laughs> I'm driving you guys like a slave driver to play more golf. <laughs> oh, fantastic. But again, I am up for 60 holes if you want to do that rocket. <laughs>
0: It was, oh, like, absolutely. It, it, it was like the same last time like we'll do 18 i just want to play another nine yeah it's the same play. it's the same if we go to king island don't we'll worry another, i'm an, the same play another nine and then nine becomes 36 uh you know i think the
1: driver seven. for let's go out now is doc he's like i can't sit down my back will lock up we have to keep <laughs> yeah. go, we have to keep moving let's just grab a sandwich and a drink and let's go
0: just start walking so the next team challenges to do 60 holes of lost farm in a day so that'll be teeing off first doors and then just going bang 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 and uh it could be done. It, it well, that be.
2: could be a. Um, it's actually the a really good longest day. You could do S- yes. Yeah, boogle Dunes S- three times and, then, and and boogle Run. But Run and then you, you covered your seventy two and a bit.
0: Because it's, no, it's oh, seventy four. It. No, you could do Lost Farm. Yeah, Lost Farm three times and then yeah then boogle and Google Run. 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 Yeah, yeah, like it. That's that's uh, that's the plan. Uh, sorry, i just flicked off where the other questions were. Um, my bad. Uh, we didn't find the time capsule on uh, 15 on Dunes. Sorry about that. What was the time capsule? Uh, I think some of the boys, um, kangaroo caddy boys. Oh, I do know. Have put something somewhere on 15 on, on uh, Lost Farm. Uh, Barn Dunes, sorry. It's under the... Um, I've
1: been under the mud ball 15. in the
0: bunker. Uh, do know, it do up- I bladed it out of there. Dion wants to know, describe the shot that stayed with you after the trip. Um,
2: for me, it's, for me, it's obviously my drive, drive the ground, the path for, but it's, if it's not me, if I'm I'm thinking about the whole trip, it's Rockets near Ace. I I still don't know how that didn't go in.
0: What hole was that on Boogle Run?
1: Eight.
0: It was eight, was it?
1: Yeah. And that's the one where I told you where I was going to hit it. I was going to backboard it. You hit
2: what I thought was 15 metres too long and it didn't have enough slope in my mind to come back to the hole and somehow it stopped like a thumbnail
0: from going in centre cup.
2: Yeah.
0: It was ridiculously unlucky that it didn't take another quarter of a uh, dimple roll and it would have gone in the hole. Uh, We did get to witness. We didn't see it go in the hole, but we did see one of the other groups have a hole in one on... Was it seven? Oh, we, yeah. We
1: we're playing Lost.
0: Were we playing, yeah, we were playing lost. lost Farm? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it was the high, the high hole, maybe yeah, twelve. Though oh, yeah.
1: the one, that, the one that I was doing with chip shots around the corner. Yeah,
0: I won't. We won't repeat the language that they use to describe their joy of um. It's gone in the no. Um, beep, anyway. beep beep
1: beep, yeah. beep 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 Morse code.
0: Our favourite hole. Uh, Dion wants to know favourite hole across all three tracks. Um, hmm. well, you can go first. Well, I've already answered that, and I said uh, Tom's Little Devil, which is the 7th on uh, Junes. uh, Any hole that I can't master somewhat holds a challenge for me, and uh, I think because it's one of the most photogenic holes, maybe one of the most photographed holes, and it just provides a great spectacle uh, to look at, but also to, as a challenge. Um, uh, that gets my nod for being the favourite. It stands out being memorable. And once me I want to go back, it's like the Redan hole at North Berwick. I I uh, I, I love that hole. It's a longer par three and it's one of the tempted holes. And I remember the, I remember my satisfaction when I parted for the first time. Having played it maybe four or five times, I parted for the first time. I was like, yes. And I haven't experienced that properly at uh, on Tom's Little Devil, so... I can't wait for that feeling. Um, that's me, Rocket. What about you,
1: Seven Definitely, but for some reason, I don't know what it is. It's the um, it's an odd one, which is thirteen at Lost Farm. Even though I struggle off the tee on that one, for some reason, the second shots I I don't. It feels it fits my eye. I don't think I've hit a bad second shot into that hole ever.
2: Yep. Is That's that, the dog leg left par four. The one where you yeah. smoked at about 3.10?
1: No, no, no. I hit two of the worst drives ever on that
2: hole. No,
0: not you, Mike.
2: Oh, oh yeah, that, that one. Yeah, that it was, didn't go 3.10. It would. It was like
0: closer to 3.30. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You're starting to sound like me. That <laughs> When people said memorable shot, like memorable shots for me were being behind Mike Coretti off, off the tee. And if you've listened to this podcast once or twice, you've heard me talk about my own driving success and – was I was behind I was behind him
1: yeah it's because he's using an illegal club
0: well it's a bloody cheat stick well the fact that it has been CT tested by the USGA and called called up um, they don't test nothing um
1: they don't test who, nothing
0: who tested it then well I,
2: I can tell you now I've been saying to you since I I was the very happy beneficiary of that gift
1: it should be illegal
2: this club <laughs> is a a rocket. It, it it's unbelievable. That low spin driver for me is just perfect. Yeah. And the highlight of my trip probably was at one point when you turned around,
0: Ross, and said, "Why are you driving it so far?" I, I, and I said, "I don't know. It, it Just was, works." It, it was like when I asked Rocket, how, "How are you doing that? Like, how is that ball <laughs> going in the hole from downtown with so much ease? Like, you're expecting it to go in. Like, how?
1: Why? How? How am I?" Yeah, well, when you use a hot driver, of course yeah. it's going to go very long. No,
2: well, that drive though that you're talking about, that was a big. That and yeah, it, the yeah, best part was, was you big. were all you were all spraying me for having an illegal driver, and I yeah, had the we uh, I had the shaft in the wrong <laughs> angle, <laughs> so we fixed the grip.
0: Yeah, ran right the right and way on the
2: Callaway it. driver, and I hit one twenty mm, meters further mm, than I hit mm, the last. Doc that named there. it the cheat stick. That was so good. Callaway is a reputable brand. And it is an exceptional golf club. I recommend it to anyone.
0: Uh, if you don't follow the PGA tour, it's just that um, Rocket's mentioning that uh, one of the Callaway staffers was. Xander. Uh, Xander, One of them. Yeah, one Zander. of them. Xander at. Uh, one open. of them, I think. Xander Shofflet remember, remember Rocket, who, you know, um, we've got just, Drive a. Driver Doper. Uh it was tested and it was illegal. It was just a hot face, and that happens. That happens in golf club production. You can get a hot face, and he obviously had one, and it was tested. Anyway, that was a Callaway epic. Um, My, Mike, Mike, no Mike doesn't have a
1: hot face. He's got a
2: hot face. For a
0: second thing, I, for a second thing, I thought Ross had and Mike has a hot face,
2: and so let's just sort of move on.
0: Um, well, the whole quick talk about your driving distance leads into the next question, who's got the best calves? Um, well, that's yeah, the, no, not, but, n- not me. Uh, not,
2: It's hard because I'm the only one that wears shorts. Yeah. So
1: I know you. No, Rocket wore shorts as well. No, did he? Well, you're a funny man. You're a funny man.
0: (laughs) That was another question. Are they short, longs, or long shorts?
1: (laughs) I did look at the photos. I'm like, yeah, maybe they're a bit on the long side. (laughs) It's
0: been a while since he's been into a golf shop for golf shop fashion, but yeah, you're right. (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're, they're a bit different these days. Rocket, the old golf shorts, yeah, they're a little bit short, a little uh, bit, bit you yeah, know, you've got the body, you should be able to carry off the modern day uh, golf get, short. Get uh, the work capers on or something like that? Not quite, not that bad, but they're definitely not long shorts or short longs or, 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 or they don't leave a question mark anyway. That's funny. Jeepers, weepers. Uh, favorite par five on the property? That's from Duggar.
1: Ooh. Um, That's
2: a great question. There's a lot. It's not one on Junes. Not that I don't it's not that I don't like it, it's just it's not that one. It's not twelve on um sorry, it's not eleven on Lost Farm.
1: No, you mean twelve. Because there's ten and twelve, remember? I'm a big fan of
2: ten. Sorry, twelve, yeah.
1: I'm a massive fan of ten. I love ten.
2: Take it ten, twelve. Um
1: that hole has kicked my butt a I don't lot.
2: Know. I need to think about that.
1: I'm a big fan of ten. I like ten.
2: I don't mind ten. I like. I think it's hard because so I shouldn't say it's difficult because we had the best weather. I said we had no wind, but I like a I like a par five that if there's a if there's um, any ability with a two really well struck shots that you can get there, and I don't think I could possibly get to ten. Hit two good shots, it's a very long way. Um, I don't know, yeah.
1: But both days we played 10, it was a little bit into the wind, yeah, especially bit... off the tee.
2: That's it. I just can't think of whether that's a normal wind or not. I don't know. What about you, Ross?
0: Uh, the one on Lost Farm, the long one, the hard one, eight, eight, yeah, that was long, hard, eight.
1: Yeah, the one where I rolled in another fifty million foot putt for birdie mm. in the morning. Is that a par? Five? Remember the one where the the dudes off off um, four at Boogle Run nearly popped me down on the flat.
2: But is that a par five?
1: Yeah, remember the big long par five. You got that spine running through the middle, and there's and it goes up the hill to that big monster green.
0: Yeah, tough
2: I think that's par four.
1: No. It's the longest path four on the planet, if that's the case. Yeah. Maybe because no, of, no, of, be of your driver, maybe because
2: of your driver, you make no, it, it feels like a path No, four. I'm thinking about a different hole. Sorry,
0: you're all right. Okay, uh, describe the shot, No, no we've described that, uh, this favourite photo that you took. Oh, too many, uh, Dion, I took a lot of good photos. Um, and thank you to Barnboogle for reposting all the ones I put on stories. I really do appreciate uh, uh, that um, Instagram love. Favourite hole across all three tracks, we've talked about that. Didn't find the lob wedge um, heading down. Just how this is this is going to be a little bit of a controversial answer, um, and we need to answer it appropriately. Um, just how much fun slash good is Boogle Run? And then then the secondary question from Swinzer Swinzer uh, was which accommodation option? Well, I think we've covered that off um, in previous answer. But uh, just how much fun and good is Boogle Run? No. Um, and answer that with that with that no 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 I'll, i will answer the the thing that was the sticking point for us on that one of the things but
2: so for me I, the, so i think first first things first we've only played it once right yeah. so i would look at it and say i'd want to go and play a game before I'd make a definitive this is what I think of it um it was fun there were certainly some holes that I thought were good um I felt like there was one of the there was a short path for one of, the, one of the path there was two path fours and one of them was that drivable path three effectively um, which I don't think anyone that's a, above a 10 handicap gonna be driving so I th- think that was an interesting hole. and then the other one was a shortish sort of flat straight path four. Now I don't know whether that plays into the wind sometimes or down breeze or maybe it's drivable so maybe it was a bit different to the way we saw it played. Um, that hole didn't really grab me that much. And so there's a few holes that I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That was a interesting little hole. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing is going to be that if I think back to the course and think about how many of them are memorable, um, there would probably be maybe six or so holes. And I think you were right when you talked about it, Ross, around we enjoyed it more when we stopped playing it like a golf course and started playing it like a bit of fun. And I think that's. I think that was a mistake that I made was probably going there and thinking we go there and play it rather than go there and just hit some fun shots and enjoy the terrain. And, you know, the idea was, which I didn't bring down the the Seamus bag, but take a handful of clubs and go, which, again, would be tricky because a couple of the holes you still need to hit driver. Um, So, yeah, I I don't know. I'm still a bit undecided.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: um, and who, who started being the goofball?
2: You would have hit <laughs> it's me on that on that one hole when he started being a goofball, I reckon you would have hit twenty five balls <laughs> down the hill. I'm gonna ground hook this one. I'm gonna do this. Oh obstacle. no,
1: that was that was about five holes after I started. <laughs> Remember the first one where it was like someone I think you said, Oh, you could probably putt this. Putt it so I did. Around.
2: That's right, you did. <laughs> so yeah. And that that sort of stuff that that is what that should be for me.
0: Yeah. And and the whole course sets up quite well for doing that. You know, there's backboards behind the short greens that are uphill and, yeah, you know, there are sideboards. So you can really rail it and off the berm, so, sort of use some motocross speak. And you, it, it sets up well to try and do that. If you went out there with a seven iron and a putter, you know, maybe excluding the holes where you need either five wood or a driving iron off the tee or, or a driver. But I, I, I even think if you went with a four iron, eight yeah. iron and putter, you know, you would have so much fun yeah. trying to fashion your way around that course. I think those, I think it'd be mixed. If you just mixed up the teas,
2: you could easily just take a seven iron in the putter. Yeah. Like if we just, like I said, we played off the whatever tea it was, the back tea. If you stepped it up on a hole because you knew that you couldn't eat your seven iron where you wanted to and it went up, you'd be fine. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think a couple of drinks, a couple of clubs, Twilight, be great. But yeah, that I, I think as well for us, and I, not putting, I don't want to make this neck a, uh, uh explicit podcast but not putting shit on us. We've just come off playing 18 holes on Barnboogle Dunes. We've rushed over, not rushed over, we've made a quick run over there. We're probably still in playing golf mode rather than having a bit of fun and hitting some fun shots and it probably took us 10 holes to do that. So I think that wasn't in its favour either. So I think there's a lot of positives about it. I really would like to play it again and probably just then make a decision on whether I would play it a third time.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the other question that we had around it was the va- you know the value proposition and not to say that paying 80 bucks for it is not good value but we just thought that um that maybe there was a way that it could be incorporated into a replay rate or if you if you're spending the whole yep. spending the whole day there and you're paying for the whole day's worth of golf that you know it's at least included in the choice but I get how that would be hard to manage and facilitate and all that sort of thing so yeah, for a day, you know, considering that you can get for 160 dollars, you know, 40, 40 great holes, maybe even more on the other course, and then have to play another eighty bucks to do that, you know, that that, that was the only thing that uh, you know us, yeah, tight a's could could think about, but maybe all day rate is, you know,
2: you can book know, whatever you, it is, you know, it's one hundred and eighty dollars, can... and you can play anywhere, yeah. yeah, so
0: so something like that, and you'd be you'd be happy, and I think you know if we played forty forty holes by Three o'clock, you know, like we did the other day. You know, we effectively should have been finished by three thirty, four o'clock. Had we not been held up by you know whatever, um, we could have sat down, had a you know southerly bust or, or a coke or whatever, and then gone out and done that and played that in two hours, and then come back for tea at seven o'clock, and it would have been great. Yeah. So yeah. it's a lot of fun, I think. Just, just. Go there with the expectation that if you if you want to go and play golf and shoot low there, it's not that sort of joint. It's not that sort of course. So go there nah. and have some fun and chips and chip some balls around the the berm. You know, we sat there. We probably took if we took twenty minutes to play a hole, ten minutes of that was on the green putting putting up the ramps and trying to get holes. You know, the ball to get in the hole. Well,
1: waiting for me because I'm hitting like about seventeen shots into a hole. <laughs> 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 Remember the it was which was the one where. Uh, you were trying to take footage at the back, and I had it stop on that bank where I was just hole, hitting it was these a hole little.
2: before you nearly made the axe. Yeah.
1: I was hitting these little, like trying to hit this little punch six iron to land in this back tier to then have it roll down. Like, I think I hit like about seven
0: shots. And it stayed, it like defied gravity on the fringe. <laughs> yeah. The only one. Yeah, so that's that's fun. That that's what. If if that was the design intention of Richard Sattler and the Coran and Crenshaw team, that masterfully crafted, you know, more golf into the property on the on this dune that sits there that otherwise wasn't being used. Uh, if that was the intention, it ticks that brief unbelievably. We've said how we see it, and um, yeah, sorry, Rocket, you're going to say.
1: Well, I think you you know, like I know we talked about this a lot. It's like, and the. Really good point from Mike to say it wasn't until we started mucking around that we kind of enjoyed it. And you know, Nick was made, made the point. He said, "There's about five par threes here. If they were on any other course, would be like signature hole." Yeah, there are some great par threes. Yeah, and and it is. I think it's the you know next time we play it, it'll be you know maybe it's the we play that the night before or something like that, or it is one of those we've played. It's the one we do at the end of the day to try and as a loosener. Right. And we only take a couple of, couple of clubs
0: yeah.
1: and, and it just becomes just trying to fashion shots and do stuff and have a, just a dead set laugh. And that's the perfect one. Put some tunes on and just try and just hit some weird shots.
0: Uh, so, before we wrap up on the questions, uh, I don't think we've fully answered the best cars, but Mike has the best cars, clearly. Um, Favourite course?
1: Well, it's Lost Farm for me. Always has been.
2: This trip, it's Lost Farm. If Yeah. Each time I've come home, it's been a different course, but I'd say 80% of the time when I get home, it's Lost Farm.
0: I love yeah. it. I think I have to answer it. In a different way i'm probably going to end up with the same course but if you want if i went back there tomorrow to try and play it and i was playing golf and trying to play proper golf i'd go back to lost farm because both times we've done it we've done it on the second day i've never done it on the first day so i've never really experienced this with that first day freshness and you know, I experienced dunes with first-day freshness and, and not a lot of wind, so it was great conditions, and posted a decent score. I immediately feel elevated about that course, but there I immediately think about the challenge of the course that I haven't really posted the score, but I haven't really approached it, had the opportunity to play with that first-day freshness. Now, that might sound like an excuse, whatever, but, um, you know, it was 41 holes the day before. I'd like to play that course first the next time, if at all possible. So that's not really a favorite course, but that's the one that I would go back to play immediately tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Mm. Maybe the next trip is like we go lost farm, burgle run day two is June's probably twice day three. We've, we bedded in 60 holes to finish like an absolute marathon.
2: You've had I, was an... sure, I was sure we we're on a short on a, a short haul flight to uh, King Island. Then for a second, I didn't see day three being back
0: on back on uh, Lost Farm because you, you've got to you've got to save some gas for the all day rate at um, King Island because we will stay up at King Island. You have got to, at, on the at the Cape Wickham property there where you can go out and just dabble your feet in the water and hit some uh, wedges off the beach up onto the green.
2: I haven't been there yet. Oh, really? Ooh. No, I've got that
0: itinerary down pat. Uh, Mike's the unofficial mayor of uh, King Island, uh, being the <laughs> future CEO of uh, Supurto, uh which basically is the economic uh, hub of King Island. Um, so I'm sure he's got some uh, pull uh, down there.
2: No, the, the, the itinerary for King Island's easy. You fly in, you get in a car, you drive straight up to Wickham, you play 18 holes, okay, grab a sandwich, you play another 18 holes, and then you go back to the pub in town and then you're ready for the next day to do the same at ocean dunes You're close to the airport so you can go straight out one night that's it done 72 holes or do what cheese and i did on the last trip fly around ocean dunes quick enough that you can play another
0: eight after that was good okay well that's that's an x on the adventure list uh what else do we have to talk about uh in relation to to boogle? I uh, saw a small brown snake. Uh, we saw a kestrel. Very small. Uh, we saw about 1.1 million uh, wallabies, uh, two of which scared the absolute big jeepers out of me while I was standing there videoing uh, the bay. I'm not sure what the bay is called the, over Bridport. It's just near Tom's Hut, which is the back of four. Uh, I was standing there and these two wallabies just bounded out from literally under my feet. Scared the you know what's out of me. Uh, I might have it on video too. Um uh, what else do we see? Any, anything else? There's no other. Yeah, might found 13, lost 12. Um, I think I only lost a couple. of. I didn't actually lose too many balls.
2: No, I reckon I, I averaged, for the three full rounds we played, I would have averaged around 30 stable foot points. But I lost six balls and I was helped by the Irish drop rule, keeping me around that 30 mark. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, gee whiz, there's a lot of golf balls out there. Uh, we lost all- and found.
0: We launched some new merchandise, this, if anyone picked up on that through any of the photos. We've got the new uh, uh, M-Log flag hats. Uh, I'm wearing the uh, the high-peaked one um, with the black and silver um, flag motif, we've only ever had the blue and blue, this is the black and grey or black and silver. Uh, this, I was wearing
2: mine today, that's a great hat.
0: Uh, it's got the, uh, Mike and uh, Rocket have got the rope hats, so, so there is a rope uh, hat version, so we might um, put some pictures of those and if anyone... We might have to do a couple of giveaways. Um, we might need to do a couple of emails. It's a great hat.
1: I, I bought a heap of hats and I didn't wear any of them. I just uh, went with that one.
0: And um, and uh, the towel, the, the, the caddy towel, the proper caddy towel, the PRG caddy towel with the Mile of Golf uh, flag logo emblazoned on there. Uh, no, they're in the wash. Um, I don't have one. I do have one, <laughs> I do have one here. Um, but, yeah, no, so oh, there we go. Uh, look at that. How, how good does that look? Uh, once again, if you, want to, if you want to see that, you need to tune into the YouTube. Um, if we get to 145, Mike's going to put some cheese out. Uh, it's a big towel. like it, It's a proper white towel, like tall level towel. Uh,
2: yeah,
0: it's a proper towel. Yeah.
2: And the best thing about it when you gave it to me and I was very nervous, mm. it's got the loop already on it, sewn on it. Love yeah. a towel that has a loop already on it so that I'm not going to lose that towel. Just clips onto my carabiner on
0: the golf bag and I'm ready to go. And it hangs in the middle. Uh, it hangs so yep. you've got the the beautiful draperage of the of the towel. So, um, but if you like to wind the Towel Ranger umbrella, tour style or put it under the cradle of your buggy uh, to protect your bag, tour style, you can do whatever you want. Um, it's got the mile of golf logo on it. Uh, anyway, um, we've got some of them. What else?
2: That was about it, I
0: reckon. Uh, the Valero Open. Who won that? JJ Spawn was a
2: winner this week. Um, probably a bit of a shock winner. His first win. Uh, he's been playing okay without really doing anything that looked like he was going to threaten to win, but he did do very well down the stretch. It's another one of those events where there's a lot of guys here that were fighting for a spot into the Masters. This was the last spot in, uh, and a lot of people looked very nervous, some guys that you wouldn't expect to be either, um, but they were, and he ended up winning. Uh, Matt Jones... Flew home. He came. He shot six under today and finished second with Matt Kuchar. Matt Kuchar, I think, is missing his first. This is, that would have got him into the Masters. I think he's missing his first major in about ten years or something like that. He played. Uh, he played very good golf this week. Adam Hadwin, Troy Merritt, Charles Howell, Bo Hostel was right in there. He was my pick for the week. I know he wasn't. Sorry. Gary Woodland was my pick. He was right in there as well. Um, it was a. It was a. same before we started recording. It was a very nothing tournament this week. It was, um yeah, I don't know whether we're just waiting to keep the, the only
1: tournament to watch was Pete Green week.
2: It was, <laughs> and um, if you were doing well on the tipping, which none of us really no. were, no. Um, who got the exactly. best? Who got the best result out of the three of us in the tipping? Uh, I did. I got Gary Woodland. He finished eighth. Um, you had. Martin Leder finished 29th, and Rockets pick in um, uh, Mr. Cup. Mr. Cup, The best for the week, though, was Zach Ginevra. He has he picked Matt Jones, who flew home for him, and he was the he was the best result by a mile. He had seven hundred and sixty.
1: I was pounds. gonna say if anyone picked JJ Spawn.
2: No one had JJ Spawn. Well I'm mm. I'm Look, I suppose this an Aussie, we're an Aussie podcast, so people are going to pick Matt Jones, but I wouldn't have picked Matt Jones. Um, then again, Adam Baldwin, who's had the second pick, he had Adam Hadwin, and I wouldn't have picked Adam Hadwin either. A few of us picked Gary Woodland, Golfing Tattooist, Kirky, How Goods Golf, Ursus, Hammertow, and myself. Woo, a lot of people would have picked, but it's funny some of the names that people pick. You just think, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, I get, some of them are like, oh, yeah, I can, I can see that. Like Davis Riley, yep, I can see that, but then... Smiling golf, i picked Paul Barjon. I wouldn't have picked Paul Barjon You know, I, I, if I really stretched my brain and said, yeah, I get it, he's coming off um, Corn Ferry and whatever else, but you just need to jag one of those and all of a sudden you're getting the dollars that no one else is getting. So, good be bad.
0: Uh, just a shout-out to Adam Baldwin. Good to see uh, Baldy up there. Tell uh, I PK member, a great, uh, great man of the AFL. Um, Baldy, well done. Keep at it. Uh. Okay. Um, only other thing
2: was, um, I know we're going to talk Masters tomorrow. Hmm. Tiger going to
0: play? He's in. He's in? Yeah. Yep. He's not He's not fueling up TW12 to bloody fly up there and back, you know, on a daily basis for nothing. He's don't in. don't know. He's in. I don't know. I'm still...
1: In talking about trackers, some of our listeners have got Rocket Tracker... Because as soon as I posted that first photo, like my mentions like lit up in my in the Instagram. Are you back? <laughs> I don't think I'd finish posting it.
0: Uh, Rocket Rocket had uh, one of the world's longest um, in social media or Instagram social media hi- hiatuses. He did include the Twitter, um, which he's prolific in, um, as a hiatus for a long time. But he came back, went back to Rodney Heron. Um, Gets a bit funky with the political stuff and all of that, but posts some good golf stuff. Uh, and he's gone back on the Instagram. He's changed his approach to Instagram. He's now MLog Rocket, which he's really is going, and he's changed his bio. He now refers to himself as a co-host of the My of Golf Podcast, which I appreciate very much. Um, so we're just going to see that as golf rocket. You know, you've got some other family stuff and some other random stuff down the feed. You know, I don't think the, the algorithm likes if you go and delete that, but is everything from this point forward going to be golf? Yeah. You know, like you're going to excite the fans with the, the golf wisdom and that you're going to start posting that on Instagram. Yeah. On a committed basis? No. Oh, okay. All right, but you're back anyway. Uh, well done. Um, and back.
1: I, I, I can't – if I do it committed, like I've got to be – carve out little bits of time to go and do what I want. I can't be looking at it all the time. It's got to be – a little bit one way,
0: okay. Well, bloody Barmbugle reposted one of your photos, so uh, this it, one, I think. Yeah, not many, not many people get that uh, level of credibility from the uh, the Barmbugle handle.
1: Uh, yeah. Hey, what can I say? You know, like, there was no red carpet at the airport, so they they I, made I, it up yeah, with the post.
0: It. I put up the
2: beautiful photo with the red sky and crickets. That's <laughs> all I got. No um, reposts.
0: I do. Speaking of uh, red skies, um, I do want to give a shout out to uh, our fourth member of the team, uh, and we wouldn't have done it without him. He did miss one of the mornings because he was suffering from a back ailment. But uh, the doc, the doctor, uh, Nick Smith, uh, marketing department. So these two guys were in the front of the rental car, and they were, you know, the, the, they were the, the ideas team, the content team, you know, navigators, navigators, and marketing. Nick and I were sitting in the back. Uh, that was just a bit of an... Trip joke, whatever. But um, Nick, uh, your participation in the trip is uh, much, much appreciated and, and valued. And um, you're a great. And li- man. One liner king, one liner king, and just uh, just a, a wealth of knowledge, wealth of information, and uh, a very pleasant man to be around for a couple of days on a golf course. Um, Therry Gunning, your good mate, uh, Magic Mike. Um, so we can't wait to have you back. We have to do another one somewhere. In between now and the end, yes, yes. Like we can't, we can't leave it to Peak Carity Week. Like Peak Carity Week will always be the no. end of March, and that's Peak Carity Week. Um, so we have to find another Peak Something or whatever you call it. You know, rampant Rampage Rocket Week. Um, and we, and we have to do. Oh, do
1: that. I like the Longest Day idea.
0: Okay, down there.
2: Why not? You have, you're gonna have to find a um, the time to do it.
0: Daylight-wise. Yeah, it has to be daylight savings-wise, so.
1: It isn't longest day around November anyway?
0: December. Ah, uh, yeah, December. Sorry. Maybe we could get two groups of four, Air Adventure, down and back. No, you have to go overnight because they don't find the dark. Um, but that's okay. We can go down the night before, do that, boom. Two groups of, yeah, you know, two groups of four, three groups of three or something like that. Anyway, we'll, we'll plan that. Um, gents... It's been uh, an hour. Um, it's late on a Monday night. We'll probably be doing this again tomorrow night. Uh, yep. Thanks for listening. Uh, everyone who's tuned in to our, you know, just three blokes sitting around talking about a golf trip. Uh, if you have listened this far, thank you very much. Um, if you want us to get to the Rick Shields YouTube uh, Golf Day, which he's just announced this week, um, happy to represent us if if we can get an invite. Uh, we might need to get to 150 uh, YouTube followers. Um so subscribe on the YouTube, uh, we'll be putting this video up and you can see our smiling faces and our wind, you know, a little bit windswept there, I've got a little bit of a red nose from wearing a mask back in retail when it was good, good to get out of a mask for a couple of days. Um, a little bit ruddy, Mike's complexion is a bit beautiful as always and Rocket, uh, he's just ready to go again.
1: Yep, all I want to say is again, thank you gentlemen for an amazing week, uh, I absolutely needed it and uh, it, so even coming back to work this week was so much, felt so much better because of you know I'm still buzzing from last week. So all I want to say is thanks because oh, I needed it.
0: Got to look after your mental health, Rocket, and if that means getting out in the golf course a little bit more often, we're here to help uh, with that. You we'll got look after your mental health. Got to look after your physical health, especially the men amongst us. Uh, I had a great uh, catch up with Patrick Cripps today, captain of Carlton, three. Massive games on the trot for them. We were talking about our good friend Sammy Doherty and how instrumental he's been. Still on his, uh, you know, way back to, to his best. But um, you know, I got emotional talking about Sam and his journey uh, with Cripper. And uh, so check your check your check your downstairs as well, and uh, look after your mental health, look after your physical health, and uh, you know we'll just keep playing more golf. What do you reckon? Yep. Done. All right. We'll see. You, uh, we'll see. You. <laughs> We'll see you next week. We won't see you next week. We'll see you tomorrow night. bye